Moncrief on News Talk. As you know, our Henry McKean was in LA for the Oscars, but he joins us now to share some of his thoughts on the city itself because it is a bit of a mad place. Afternoon, Henry. Oh, good afternoon, Sean. How are uh, things? Well, I suppose people would have think that LA, it's like it's huge, mm. there's cars everywhere, everyone's rich, vacuous, but it's also a bit of a kip. Yeah, I, I don't want to be mean about this city of something like four million people, but it's a bit like a very large, touristy, dirty temple bar. Like it's yeah. it's it's <laughs> yes. lots of bright colours and it's glitzy and that whole Hollywood Boulevard and all the stars. I think there's like three or four thousand different stars, uh, you know, on that uh, Walk of Fame. And around the Dolby Theatre, I couldn't get over the amount of dog poo. There was dog poo everywhere, and yeah. it was fresh dog poo out of everyone has a chihuahua, and there was signs up saying, could you please pick up your SH1T? We have to live here. So there was the locals don't really like all the helicopters going overhead. Uh, the ones who live there all year round, and obviously it's hugely touristy. And there's definitely a haves and have-nots. I mean, there's a lot of wealth, a huge amount of wealth. I, I, I remember just the other day, in the middle of the night, there was about 100 large, uh, huge black limo jeeps queuing up uh, to bring the stars somewhere. Yeah. And then around the corner, you've got homeless people living underneath freeways and tents. So there's such an extreme level of ultra wealth and ultra poverty living side by side. Yeah, and it's interesting that they're not kind of even separated from each other. They're driving past homeless people in their in, yes. in their big trucks. I uh, know absolutely I know and other people have said you know they described it a bit like, you know, perhaps parts of India where you'd have ultra wealth and ultra poverty. Uh, but this is a, a first world country in one of the the richest states in America. I think uh, California's got about 21 million people, but well, I, st- I stayed. I stayed in, in Glendale, which was actually quite, you know, a little bit far out from Hollywood. Um, and I didn't come across any white people, if that's okay to say, uh, just Hispanics and, and uh, uh, people who were uh, Indian as opposed to Native Americans, mm. as well as um, lots of Thais and, and Asian people and spent some time in my local department store, Target, and everyone was very, very friendly. But again, um, all the food that they were serving was all kind of Asian fast food, Hispanic fast food, uh, it just, you know, not as you would see in the movies, just Hugely multicultural. Yeah. Now, the, the getting around LA, mm, because yeah. the, 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 there's always this perception that if you get, you know, only losers take the bus or it's highly dangerous yes. or anything. Yeah. Did, how did you get around? Well, I, I went up to the Hollywood sign, uh, which we spoke about the, uh, last week on Moncrief. And uh, on the way back, I took the bus. And I thought, I can do this. I can take the bus. Sure, yeah. I can save a few bob. And I got on the bus. It was absolutely spotless. It, it was free. There was no charge. Uh, it was on time. It brought me to the wrong part of LA because I couldn't understand it. But there is, you're right, there's this attitude that don't take the bus, it's, it's unsafe. And, you know, I don't know if it goes back to that movie Speed back about 30 years ago, <laughs> but there's a bomb on the bus, but there's no bomb on the bus. Uh, but I did take a lot of lifts. So that's a L-Y-F-T, a bit mm. like an Uber. Yeah. So it would be like me deciding, you know what, I need a second job. Let's just get some, let's, you know, go into the app and pick up random people and bring them around the place. So you got anyone lift you know giving you a lift and and it really was everyone you'd have young people there was one guy that didn't really want to pick me up at four in the morning at, on a corner because of the time difference i just finished sure, yeah, just finished with with um pat kenny and I, I wanted to get back to my hotel and I, I rang him and i had to like persuade him because the number comes up and i'd say hi so i am who i say i am 
Mm. Because there's a, a total element of trust. And because I was new in the app, like, who is this guy? We don't know who he is. He he doesn't have a app reputation. We don't know how many stars. Is he yeah. trouble? Uh, so I thought that was so interesting. And he was, a you know, an actor. And also we picked up some, uh, you know, this lady picked us up. Uh, and we were driving around um, Beverly Hills. We went to the wrong Beverly Hills Hotel. We thought we were going to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm. But it was, it was one that was a four star, not a five or a six star. And this lady who picked us up was saying that... Um, it, all the people, the celebrities die on the 25th and they were killed. So you did come across Jesus. everyone, you, all sorts of different um, conspiracy theorists you would pick up or they would pick you up. But in saying that, I thought they were great. I mean, they were so much cheaper than taking a cab. For example, the taxi, an old-fashioned taxi, was $100 from the airport. But if I had taken an Uber or a Lyft, it was 50 So there's a huge mm. difference in the price. And we know here in Ireland, Uber... The app's here, but we can't have r- average drivers. They've been blocked uh, so far by the, the government. But I did get to meet um, uh, this homeless guy, uh, Brian Ban, uh, a white lad. He'd fallen on hard times. He was shouting at cars just off Hollywood Boulevard. And, he, you know, he spoke so well and clearly and concisely when he was shouting at the cars about the world's problems. Uh, and he was going on about operating systems, iOS and perhaps, you know, maybe Hollywood was basically full of puppets. I'm not sure exactly what he meant, but here he is. Uh, for me, living in Hollywood, I am, uh, I'm, I've been out, um, you know, struggling, not really well, struggling, I'm trying to find a new path, I'm recreating a new path instead of being a victim and start pointing fingers, you know. Um, I had, a, I'm an IOS, and, 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 and that's like, the, uh, that's like the, so the, you were an actor? Well, no, I was, it's a, it, what it is, is it's like, uh, I, I just believe like, life is, it, it, it is, is out of circumstance and so like I, I came out here not even uh, expecting anything from it I came out here just to have uh, kind of a get away and just hang out you know and, and so I ended up on the on the west coast and I really I, I enjoyed it um, I have family here so I stayed with family and and we had we had a really good time you know but I, I had to break away and go out on my own and when I when I did I ended up here and they, I lost my truck I lost um, I lost everything so I ended up, I, I'm just sitting out here kind of with no means. Right, okay. That was uh, uh, Brian uh, ba- uh, Ban there, a uh, homeless man. And like, homeless people mm. are everywhere. You couldn't, you yeah. know, if you wanted to escape seeing homeless people, I assume you couldn't. You couldn't. I mean, you could pretend that they weren't there in a big blacked out limo. But yeah, 66,000 homeless uh, in LA in a population of 4 million people. So ooh, perhaps, I know we don't want to compare, but maybe uh, six times bigger th- than here in Ireland. And yeah, a major, a major problem for the city, but they just carry on as normal. And I suppose I, I, I met another one when I didn't meet him. I was doing a, a live link up um, from uh, uh, basically in the streets at a closed down coffee shop. Um, mm. uh, uh, and there was the homeless guy pouring a can right in front of me. And I wanted to say, oh, Pat, by the way, um, there's this guy and he's kind of freaking me out a bit, but I just <laughs> had to play up to the land of make-believe, I suppose, the illusion uh, that is the Oscars, that is uh, Hollywood. And and I also have another confession to make, which I hope you don't mind me saying, but um, it's actually really quite difficult to say, but the Vanity Fair party, I wasn't invited. Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's, I, I, that's yeah. that. We can, yeah, we can, we can maybe uh, <laughs> get to that shame, shameful episode uh, sorry. in a minute. You did talk to this chap, uh, Ross McDonough. Yeah. So Ross is really interesting. He's an Irish lad. He worked in newspapers across Ireland and worked for some very large um, British newspapers also uh, in LA. Um, he's been out there 10 years. He sent us, you could say a love letter or maybe a love hate letter. He's out there with his family. And this is his thoughts, um, his letter to us uh, from LA. 
Well, they don't call it tinsel town for nothing. It looks pretty and flashy from far away, but up close, it's a bit grotty. Anytime anyone comes to visit me for the first time, they always want to do the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and they always have the same reaction. Wow, this is kind of a shithole, huh? LA is the only place in the world where you will have multi-million dollar homes and homeless people on the same street. You have Malibu Beach, which is lined with empty billionaire mansions, because the people rich enough to live there are also rich enough to not live there. And you could cycle along the seafront to Venice Beach, but you can't cycle back because your bike would have been stolen. LA reminds me a little bit of when I visited Cairo. You have the magnificent opulence of the Great Pyramids, but if you pan ever so slightly away from those great tourism photos, they essentially overlook a sprawling shantytown. Except in LA, they're not built thousands of years apart, they exist concurrently. But the absolute craziest thing to me here is the school district system. You cannot choose what public school your kids go to. You have to go to the school assigned to your address. If you live in a poor area, you are going to a poor school. If you graph the grade averages of schools and the median income of households in that district, they are practically one overlapping line. It is illegal to send your kid to a school in a neighbouring district. Parents have literally been sent to jail for trying to get their kid a better education. Los Angeles is very much a city of haves and have-nots. But what I like about it is, there is a genuine sense of hopeful optimism. Everyone who comes here, comes here looking for a better life. From hopeful actors to third world immigrants, they're all chasing the American dream. The pursuit of happiness and all that. Not everybody makes it, but there is that chance. Yeah, you'd wonder uh, how big that chance is uh, at the same time. Were you aware of your white privilege when you were prancing around? I I mean, I don't think I'm aware of my white privilege here in Ireland, but over there, definitely, uh, uh, because you are treated differently. I saw it even in McDonald's. I went to a McDonald's. You know, I love to try McDonald's in every country. You know me. Uh, And, um, you know, a black lad came up to me looking for money, like begging in the shop. And uh, I was a little bit startled by him and I just said I've no cash and I wasn't carrying any cash I just had cards but this other black guy came up and bought him a meal and I thought I should have done that and I just felt so awful that I was in a position to help this guy but this other poor black lad went and helped him so I was and also because I was white I was I could walk around security wouldn't stop me um they would stop black people in in in, in shops and in mm. restaurants and stuff but or they would ask them questions and you could say what well, racial profiling was still going on so yeah I was um free to just wonder because yeah. I was white yeah. which you know but at the same time yeah. uh, white privilege only goes so far in LA and you have to you know uh, um be someone so uh, as you, as you admitted mm. to us earlier on you you didn't actually get an invitation to the Vanity Fair party, but you managed to insinuate yourself in <laughs> well, there. Yeah, no, what I, was your cunning strategy there? Well, I, I, bumped into, I bumped into a friend at the airport. He was over there on, on business. And I was at the consulate beforehand. And I said, look, I'm going to try and get into the Vanity Fair party. And he said, okay, well, come. And we jumped in one of these lifts and we got there and the, 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 the guy in the Uber lift thing dropped us off in this kind of area that we shouldn't have been. And these two police officers we got out the car and said, guys, you really shouldn't be here. What are you doing? And we said, you know, we're here from an Irish radio station and we're here to interview the lads who've just won an Oscar for an Irish goodbye, which we hoped to do, but we didn't have the right credentials. And they kind of ushered us into this kind of kiosk area with these beautiful male and female models serving us coffee who who laughed at our jokes and we, they weren't even funny and they were, they were beautiful people with big teeth and smiling and before we knew it um you know my, my friend said to me henry what you need to do is you need to wave your hands in the air and be really loud and just walk in an aggressive way forward so we started yeah. doing that and we ended up on the blue carpet we ended up 
standing beside Variety Fair. Um, uh, uh, sorry, I should say uh, Variety uh, at the Vanity Fair. And um, we uh, were beside Vogue uh, magazine and we had Usher. We had um, Naomi Campbell walking right past. Uh, you name a celebrity, they were there. Um, and we just uh, stood there and didn't move off the blue carpet. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, this is really hard to admit, I'm a journalist. I was sent there to cover the Oscars. My job is to get the actors... Uh, and that's what I did. Yeah, and did, did you like? Did you had you, you put on lots of lanyards? I, so well, I did. I, I did. I, I, had, I had a lanyard on. Uh, it was for the wrong event, though. Uh, yeah, but it was uh, <laughs> actually for um, it was for Charles King Charles's visit to Northern Ireland, uh, and my my friend that's probably would have done the trick. Wore a different badge. Yeah, but, but he had an idea that he um, wanted to go and party with the Kardashians. So he said, "Look, I'm going home." But he yeah. didn't go home. He <laughs> went into the party. Um, did he? he went into the party, but after about an hour. Uh, they they said you shouldn't be here, should you? And he said no, and he was removed. Uh, but I was oh. able to leave as I pleased. But, but how did they know? Um, I'm not sure. I think he got a bit carried away. Remember, these were A-listers. The world's all the Oscar winners were there. Um, the, the biggest actors in the world were there. Just walking right past you, and like who else was there? Uh, uh, Lily James was there. Um, you you name it. There was lists of celebrity. They were there. There was hundreds of them, and they were all looking so pretty and preened. Uh, obviously, Paul Mescal was there. Paul Mescal's family. Uh, Paul declined to talk to us, but but he was there. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it, it, we were just doing our jobs. We were covering the Oscars, uh, and that's what we were doing. Okay, we're wearing the wrong badge, but I am. The badge that's, is correct. It says yeah. who I am. It was just the wrong event and the wrong date. Yeah, well, that's that's a, a, a mere trifle. That's no, just I mean, that's messing with details there. We were the, trying to live the dream. The, given that so many um, mm. Hollywood stars live, still live actually yes. in Hollywood, yeah. then is it for ordinary mortals who live in Hollywood, do they like bump into these people well, all the time? It's a bit like Super Value Dorky when you bump into Bono. You just ignore them. But, so you yeah. do get people that, that just uh, ignore, and Bono was there actually, and also Eve, Eve his, his uh, daughter was she there. She was at the Oscar Wilde. She, she, she was, a, and an she, came, she came to the, the Vanity Fair, and, and uh, rumour has it, you know, she, we got, she's one to watch for next year. But she was lovely. She was very, very friendly, and she, she spoke to us. But yeah, when it comes to everyday Hollywood, everyday ma- members of the public, they get to see stars all the time, and sometimes they approach them, and sometimes they don't. Like, they're, they're to a penny, but normally they're hiding, but they've got to come out to get a coffee. They've got to come out to perhaps go to the gym or something, or mm. maybe to head to Target. But... um and there's electric cars everywhere, all over the place. Uh, uh, and, you know, there is, I suppose, a little bit of vacuous in places. Um, but I, I did, I, get to, I got to meet these people who basically told me who they've met in the street. P. Diddy and <laughs> Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton and yeah, P. Diddy. Yeah. Yes. I think the Oscars are pretty white, still. <laughs> Oscars so white. Oscars so white. I think they could do a lot better and be a lot more inclusive and make it a wonderful night. There's a lot of people who live around here that you run into. I feel like you meet people in LA, but it's like you have there's the unspoken rule that you're not really supposed to talk to them. So they'll be like in your <laughs> yoga class, and you just try not to like act weird. So who was that, like Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh no, I'm way too old to meet Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a rock journalist, so I've met a lot of famous people over the years. I've um, had the privilege of interviewing um, a lot of very, very top-tier talent, and I have to say that I have learned so, so much from them, and I'm truly very grateful for the experiences I've had. So are we talking everyone from Guns N' Roses right through to Metallica, all the big names? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Black Sabbath uh, to John Bon Jovi. I mean, I kind of really covered all the genres. And they're all nice people? 
Um, well, I would say that you really have to be nice to make it in the music industry these days. I think that that's almost rule number one is don't be a jerk. Um, but there are some exceptions to the rule who do squeak by, and that's all I'll say about that. It's probably easier to ask me what celebrities I haven't met. So, who? I've met a lot. Go on, list some. Uh, Brad and Angelina. I met them when their kids were small. They're traveling to London. I've met Lawrence Fishburne and his wife. I've met, um, what's Angelina Jolie's dad? Yeah, he's, he's funny because he carries business cards with him that says like no talent, no acting skills, and he kind of hands them out, which is, which is pretty funny. I was actually in a tabloid with Ashley Simpson and Nick Lachey, their last trip together before they broke up. I was right in between them as they're walking out and all the paparazzis are coming up and um, gosh, there's so many. There you go. Uh, so, if you want to bump into a Hollywood star, I suppose, take a trip to L.A. Would you go back, Henry? I would. I actually like it. Ah. I, even though you, you, you're meeting someone and they're in Greystones and the next person you're meeting in, is in Drogheda, it's really spread out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I actually like it. I love a gritty city. Yeah. You know, you know, a little bit of filth around the edges. Uh, yeah, I did enjoy it. I, I did. And I got to meet John Voight. That was, uh, he was talking about John Voight. I did yeah. get to actually meet him, and he came over at the blue carpet at Vanity Fair and put on this really poor Irish accent. Oh, lovely. Um, Bigara. But, Bigara. Uh, he, but uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it was an experience. I don't think I'd live there, though, but I'd definitely visit again for sure. For okay, sure. that's right. So, especially if you enjoy uh, stepping around dog poo. Uh, obviously, Henry's trip was with thanks to Aer Lingus flying the stars to Hollywood, including Henry McKean. Henry, thanks a million. Thank you. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.